Hi, I'm Larry, and this is Larry's Sort of Fun Stories. Most of what you'll hear here happened somewhere in my life. You'll hear about my experiences over these many years, but I'd like to share with you some of the strengths I've received through lessons learned. You'll discover that I've made mistakes along the way, but I'm trying one day at a time to live a better life. My hope is through sharing these stories, you'll feel included on this journey and maybe hear something that will help you too. Well, don't forget to check out my blog at larrysortoffunstories.com. Just a reminder, Larry's Sort of Fun Stories is brought to you by Collage Travel Radio. 24-7 on the internet, streaming at collagetravelradio.com. Well, this week's story takes me back to Peoria, Illinois, in 1965, when I was a freshman at Bradley University in Peoria, Illinois. But actually, I skipped school and went to the TV station. And this was an experience that I had one Friday afternoon. I had just started working at WMBD-TV in Peoria, Illinois, as a part-time floor director in early 1965. I was scheduled for Sunday night, but I just couldn't stay away from the station weekdays as well. TV production had gotten into my blood, and I was hanging out at the station and skipping Dr. Smythe's English 102 class in the afternoons at Bradley University. Thus, I still don't know T.O. from T.O.O. After graduating from high school, I labored for a year at Caterpillar Tractor Company before enrolling at Bradley University in Peoria. Because factory life was just not for me. I was learning TV production. One Friday afternoon, as I skipped class again, I discovered a lot of activity in the TV studio, and I was asked to help out. It seems the sales department of the TV station had sold a contest package to a local supermarket, Ben Schwartz Food Mart. The marketing package the sales department had sold Ben was a package to get more people to come into their locations and they could register to win a brand new motorcycle. The winner was going to be announced live on the TV station at 10.30 this Friday evening. The promotion had been a great success. Thousands of names were registered, and all the entry blanks were delivered to the studio on Friday morning and dumped into a child's blow-up swimming pool that was staged in front of the motorcycle. And as I said, I was asked to help out. It seems the sales department had just received a frantic phone call from Ben Swartz himself just a little afternoon. Ben Swartz had discovered that his devious teenage son, Carrie Schwartz, had taken several of the entry pads to write his name and stuff them into the entry box at various stores. However, employees and family members of Ben Swartz Food Mart were not eligible to win the contest. So we at the station were looking at a sea of names in the swimming pool that practically filled to the brim. So I, along with other staff members, were engaged to go through the sea of names, trying to get to the bottom, to see if we can find any of the entry blanks that Carrie had inappropriately placed in the entry boxes at different stores. Now, how do you eat an elephant? You can eat it one bite at a time, and that's what we were doing. There were seven of us around the edge of the plastic kiddie pool on our knees, looking at as many entry blanks as we could see to verify that Carrie's name was not one of them. As I said, 
This panic started a little after the new news had gone off the air. Ben Swartz was aware of what it would look like if his son's name was going to be drawn on live TV. The sales department was hovering about because their client was not happy. We actually got to see the station manager come into the studio. The station manager, with his floorshine wingtip shoes, squeaked when he walked down the hall. He had been a former salesperson himself, and of course, top salesmen were always put into management in those days. They were ignoring the Peter Principle, which observes that people in a hierarchy are promoted until they reach the level of incompetence. The station manager had a nickname of the Wicky Wacky Walking Manager. On one occasion, he ran up the stairs into the control room, insisting that we make an announcement that the station was off the air. Now, there had been some problem with the power company, but we couldn't make the announcement because we were off the air. Get it? By now, it was time for the 6 p.m. newscast, which emulated at the other end of the studio. So we had to stop looking for Carrie's name, and we were all treated to church's fried chicken. It's 6.30 now. The news block was finished, and we could return to looking for Carrie Swartz's entry blanks. By the time the 10 o'clock news came on, we were running out of time, and we'd only found a few entry forms with Carrie Swartz's name on them. The live drawing was to take place at the end of the 10 p.m. newscast, just 30 minutes away. Bob Gregory, who was the afternoon drive personality on WMBD AM radio and part-time weatherman, was to do the drawing. He was to get into the pool, bend down, close his eyes, and draw the winning entry. The station management and sales department knew this was going to draw a large audience. It was kind of like the time the sales department had purchased a syndicated contest to sell to advertisers. The viewing public was to watch for a trivia question and then call the station to win. This was premiered at 5.25 p.m. in the last break in the afternoon movie, right before the station went to the CBS Evening News with Walter Cronkite. Ratings were high for Cronkite. The 30-second contest question was transmitted and posed to the viewing audience. Suddenly, the station's switchboard literally blew up. Not only did the station switchboard blow up, but the entire phone company blew up in the downtown business district of Peoria. After many angry words were conveyed to the station from Illinois Bell, they said, don't do that again. Illinois Bell's inadequate phone system couldn't handle all the calls in the greater Peoria business district. It's now 10.30 p.m. and the newscast is over. The local commercials have aired, and it was time to go live to the studio for the drawing. Bob Gregory climbed into the kiddie pool filled with all the names. Everybody in the control room, the sales office, and the studio were at a fever pitch because they knew we had not found all of the entries with Carrie Swartz's name. Bob Gregory was reading the old paper teleprompter that we had typed earlier in the day, explaining the contest. I was standing beside the camera with the controls to run the teleprompter, reading just as Bob was reading it as well. I could feel the tension in his delivery. He wasn't as lively and natural as he usually was when doing a local commercial. 
The copy concluded, Now it's time for me to draw the lucky winner's name for this fine new motorcycle. He bent down, ran his hands to the right and then to the left in the sea of names. His hand came up from the bottom of the sea of names, and there it was. Bob Gregory looked at the camera once again to reiterate that this was a Ben Swartz food market promotion. His eyes focused on the winner's name, and a broad smile came across his face. He read the winner's name. No, the name was not Carrie Swartz. I could hear applause erupting in the control room in my headset. On the first floor of the station, there was great adulation coming from the sales office as well. As well as Ben Swartz himself was relieved and happy that Carrie's name was not drawn. To this day, I cannot forget the time spent searching for that name before the live TV promotion. And that's why I sarcastically introduced myself as Carrie Swartz. Interesting enough, when I was researching this story, I actually contacted Bob Gregory, who was a weather forecaster in Indianapolis for many, many years. And he said he didn't even remember this incident. <laughs> so that's kind of funny. That's why these are Larry's sort of fun stories. Well, that wraps it up for this week. You can see that it's all part of my life, and maybe you've had some circumstances similar to mine. Maybe not, but I hope you've been encouraged or maybe even got a little chuckle out of this. So I would love to hear from you. The best way to do that is at larryssortoffunstories.com. You can drop me a line or share a story, and maybe you will end up on Larry's Sort of Fun Stories. I hope you'll join me again next time when we find out what happens to my life. And remember, Larry's Sort of Fun Stories is brought to you by Collage Travel Radio, 24-7 streaming live music, all about travel and news information. And again, thanks for listening. And until next time, I'm Larry, always looking for a sort of fun story to share with you. Collage Travel Radio creates collages in your mind to keep you thinking about traveling. Pratika Sharma said, My idea of travel is to relax and explore nature. So I plan each and every travel that ways. Traveling is amazingly good and super awesome. Where do you want to go? Snorkeling in the Galapagos is always a really great decision to take. Swimming with sea turtles is one of the most beautiful things I've ever done. And Collage Travel Radio plays great music 24-7. Collage Travel Radio, your passport to memories.